Let's get down to business to defeat the, I don't know, hunch. If you just know you're that girl, yeah. you just have no choice but to be that girl. And I feel like I'm that girl. Hey guys, and welcome back to the fifth episode of Be That Girl podcast. Yay. Yay. We're over a month in this girl. We're having a great time still. Grand old time. Grand old time. All right. So this week we're getting down to business. We got a lot of requests for like a career-focused episode, picking your career, talking about our different careers um, or aspiring career. Um, So we're going to get down to business. But before we do that, let's talk about our weekly wishes. Yours was business-related. Yeah, what? Well, so was yours. We were very business. Okay. (laughs) We're in the mindset right now. So mine was just to get back in the biz grind after my little vacation I had, and I did that. We did so. that. We are doing a West Willer shoot tonight. Mm-hmm. Got some new models. Game day theme. Game day. Speaking of game day, Go we shopping. have our first tailgate this weekend. Beckham. It's going to be so hot. Oh, yeah. Actually, no. It's going to be the high is like 87. Is it going to rain? No. Wow. Not it's as been of now. Flooding. flooding. Oh, yeah. I broke my phone in the flood. That's how you broke it? I'm pretty sure walking to class is what happened because it, it got wet. wet. But it was in my backpack. I didn't really think it was that wet. But it broke after that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got a new phone. Yeah, which also ties into my weekly wish. My le- weekly wish last week was to be on my TikTok grind, which I was doing. Yeah. And then yesterday, my phone went kapoop on me, but I just finally got it figured out. Here she is. I have all my pictures Beautiful. back. For a second, I thought everything was lost, and I cried a lot. But anyway, so we did go with our <laughs> weekly wishes. Let's keep it going. Yeah, we're doing good. Go business. So... In spirit of talking careers, we asked you guys on our Instagram what you want to know. So we did a little overall, just career adulting advice, and then we got into reporting, anchoring, and then fashion and biz stuff. Being Being a CEO. So we're going to go over the overall questions first, because that's where most of you fall. So the first question... Tips for staying on top of things. So I'm guessing she's referring to like interviewing process, mm-hmm. like looking into jobs and stuff, which is more of a you thing. So. I have been, yeah, very much keeping up with interviews and all that lately. And I will say I'm a very organized person, but the other day I was on an interview and definitely thought I was talking to a different station the whole time. And then I said something about like the specific city and he was like, oh wait, we're this city. Anyways, it was fine. We made a joke out of it. It was not a big deal, but yeah, be very organized with this. So what I have been doing, we talked about it two episodes ago. We were talking about the Excel sheet and the planners, how we plan and organize. I've basically been just doing what I do for that, which is color coding and and writing literally every single second of my day out um, but I've been incorporating like my interviews in there so in my assignment tracker I also have my interviews nice. because it kind of feels like an assignment in yeah. a way like yeah. something you have to do yeah it's like something I have to do at yeah. a specific time so yeah. Um, yeah it is a lot though uh, you definitely just need to have it written out and planned mm-hmm. because you're working with professionals and other people's times. And for me, I'm working with a lot of different time zones. Yeah. Um, so that's been interesting too. I did mess that up as well. I forgot about different time zones and missed an interview because of the mm. time zone. But he also, we got it figured out. So just, that, those are my mistakes so far. Just plan. You live and you learn. Yeah. And just do your research on whoever you're interviewing with. Cause yeah. it's also like embarrassing if you are talking to someone and they can tell that you don't know 
who they are, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, well, next up, how do you know you're on the right career path? Which I don't know. I think... It's a feeling. It's a feeling. I think you know you're on the right career path when you have found a way to take something that you really love and make it like a lucrative career. And I think that's how people go a long distance in a career and Mm -hmm. prevent like getting burnt out and um, never really find themselves feeling miserable in their job because they genuinely love it. I was confused for a really long time. I didn't even want to come to college and I wasn't planning on coming to college until like the start of my senior year of high school. And um, I thought I'd be fine. I have a like creative mind and my, my mom is like that. She didn't go to college and she was fine. But I also wanted like the experience, so that's why I came. But, well, now other reasons. But I, I always wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And then I like kind of like took a step back and looked at like what I was really into and I turned it into what I'm doing now. So you don't have to be like, doctor lawyer mindset like take a step back and even write it down like what are you interested in what matters to you what are you passionate about and then see what fits you know yeah and I think that's a reason that a lot of y'all want to know about mine and Bentley's careers is because I think both of the paths that you and I are I you and I are on are more unique careers Mm -hmm. owning a boutique and then being a news reporter I feel like those are just not the basics that people think of so yeah like Bentley said get creative with it you don't just have to be go to nursing school or you don't just have to go to law school like Mm -hmm. those are great careers if that's what you're into Mm -hmm. but you can definitely get a lot more creative I think I also did similar to you Mm -hmm. I started doing things that I do in my career now at yeah. nine years old yeah and in high school realized oh this is how I can make this a career yeah broadcast journalism so yeah I think that's great but I also don't think I think it's okay to not be on the right career path though and try mm-hmm. out a few different ones yeah, if you yeah. don't know what you want to yeah. do see what fits go shadow and mm-hmm. if you don't like it then not a big deal you know or even take a class like I took sewing freshman year <laughs> and I had to drop out real quick because you don't have to be a sewer to own a company no like I just think that it's kind of rare for people to like find their career path really quickly and just mm-hmm. stick with it forever people yeah. move around totally. and a lot of people don't use their degree like yeah. they get a degree in something and do something else like mm-hmm. that's all totally normal I think there's a lot of pressure to know what you're doing so young mm-hmm. so quick and that's pretty abnormal I think you and I both got really lucky in that yeah is we just kind of had a talent and a passion from a really young age and mm-hmm. ended up being able to make our careers out of it yeah okay so our next question was interview tips and so something that's really helped me was asking people that have interviewed for the positions I'm interviewing for like what did they ask you mm-hmm. so I did that a lot in my internship um I was like asking the reporters kind of like what they were asked or they would just tell me and pretty much everything they've told me they've been asked I have been asked Mm -hmm. but I also know our roommates interviewed for nursing school and they would like google like what they're going to be asked and they would find quizlets with questions that nursing school interviews would ask Mm -hmm. um or they would find it just like different articles and stuff so that's definitely helpful but I would try to find somebody in your profession or maybe somebody like an adult that hires people like I know my dad has been in charge of hiring people before so I did ask him too so look for people like that that would have that insight and if you go to tech i'm sure a lot of other schools have this but i did a class and we had to do a mock interview and it's at our career center here and you can get as specific as you want about what job you're like applying for 
So when I did it, I tried to make all my classes like apply to what I'm actually doing as closely as possible. So I told the lady on, I was over the phone and I was like, okay, well I do this. Are you able to interview me? And we kind of acted as if I was getting interviewed as a buyer um, mm. for like not my own store, you know? And so it was so fun. And then I would also say, my interview went so well because I was so passionate about what I was talking about. And you'll realize that if you do a mock interview about something that you are super passionate about or are not, and you'll just like, it, you'll feel it. If it feels right, you can talk about it forever, then that's probably where you should be. Okay, next, how to make yourself not go back to your college town. This was a very interesting question mm. that I've never like thought of before. Does this mean like when you're getting getting when you graduate like how not to just stay in your college town i was i was thinking so or maybe like she moved away and like wants to go back wants to come back i think like you have your whole life right now especially like if you're single you can go wherever you want and you've been and you're familiar like it, you obviously just want to go back because you're comfortable and that's totally like understandable mm -hmm. but you this is like your prime time now like you can go anywhere i'm assuming with your job so do that and like meet new people i i mean not everyone's like super out there like that like i'm not even like that but like really like make it the time like make the most of your time yeah and i would i would give it a fair shot i think sometimes it is okay to walk away from things sometimes mm -hmm. like you know realizing like this isn't a good fit and like going back to what's comfortable feels wrong sometimes and yeah. sometimes it is wrong but sometimes it's right yeah. and so I would definitely wherever you are because obviously that's all we have to go off of mm -hmm. wherever you are wherever this job is I would give it some time to get adjusted because when I guarantee you when you moved to your college town you also wanted to go back to your hometown like you were also uncomfortable then mm -hmm. give it some time to adjust and give it a fair shot but then at the end of the day if it really just isn't working you're really not happy there it just doesn't feel like the fit for you then I think that is okay to go back or try something else maybe that did work in the past or just try another new option yeah I think branch out like if you're wanting to go back because you're comfortable because that's where your friends are like you'll always have those friends mm -hmm. now's the time to go meet new ones yeah. you know like really branch out I would maybe make like a pros and cons list of yeah. what is my pro of staying in this new place and what is my pros of staying in or going home mm -hmm. and then vice versa. What are my cons of staying here and what are my cons of going back to my college town? Yeah. I think if you can weigh like why you really want to go back, like what is the real reason, mm -hmm. then that could all, that could really help. Yeah. Find the root. Find the root cause. Um, okay. So now we're going to get into Aaron's career, anchoring, reporting, and journalism. So one of the questions was how to take better notes slash study tips, etc. I wasn't sure this was written on the one about you. So mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if she meant this generally, but I felt like it fit because of like reporting and taking notes on the story and mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, I'll take this as a I'll take it both ways. Um, so for reporting notes, you have to get a reporting journal. They're like these little notepads. They're so tiny and cute, oh. but they're so important i would not write on your phone um it just looks disrespectful to the source they don't know what you're doing like yeah. they don't know that you're typing notes it just looks bad yeah. so i would definitely get a little reporter pad always have a bunch of pens and get ready to scribble you need to learn how to like 
write short, so fast. write so fast and so concise, but be able to read. Um, honestly, though, the good news with this is though. If you're in broadcast, you don't really have to take notes when you're reporting. If most of the time, because most of the time it's like a one-on-one interview, you have a mic on them, like you're fine. The only time you'd really have to do this is if you're in a court scenario. You can't usually record in court. Um, And so that's really important to have good notes. Um, Uh, Or if you're like in a press conference and Mm. something goes wrong, you know, you just need to know how to do that. Mm -hmm. Study tips, though, um, for like classes and stuff, you don't really have to do a whole lot of studying in journalism classes for the most part. Um, Most of it is hands-on writing, producing content and like that's kind of where your grades come from so that's a good thing um but we can do a separate episode eventually with like actual study tips more in Mm -hmm. depth but that would be my tips with journalism note taking lovely i didn't know there was a special notepad there's a special notepad they're cute okay so is the amount of writing too much If you like writing, it won't be too much, but it is so much writing. And that is something I will say, like, so Texas Tech, we don't have, like, a broadcast journalism program program and a journalism program. Like, it's just one thing. So it's very, very, very print journalism-based. So you're writing a ton. Every single class is just paper, 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 paper. And that's great. I've become a really good writer. But I didn't realize how much writing goes into broadcast until Mm -hmm. I was in my internship. It's so much writing I didn't either until you told me. I had no idea. It's so much because you're writing scripts. You're writing multiple different scripts for each story you do. You're writing an article that goes on the web and just a ton of emails and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. But it isn't too much writing if you enjoy writing. If you do not like writing or do not consider yourself to be a good writer, this career path you will struggle. I'll just be blind. Okay. Um, how do you work your way up? What's the ladder? So, yeah, there's definitely a ladder in journalism. You can't just go start in Dallas and or like a big city and get an anchor job and yeah. be making bank. It just doesn't work like that, unfortunately. That's something I knew coming in, but I know even more now after my internship and now applying for jobs. Um, one thing to know about journalism is you don't get paid very much. So... Um, just to be open, a lot of the average starting salaries I've heard of are anywhere from like 30000 to $38,000 a year, which is very minimal, very minimal. Um, but yeah, so starting out, um, I would definitely get an internship while you're in college. I actually don't know how I would be applying for jobs right now if I had never had an internship. Yeah. I have connections now. I have content to show. I have a reel that I can show. I would have had none of that. Mm-hmm. I would have some connections, but not nearly as many as I do yeah. now. Yeah. So get an internship. That's step one. Then you graduate. Then you're going to start out most likely as an MMJ, which is a multimedia journalist, which is basically just like the modern term for reporter. It just means that you are fully self-sufficient. So you're editing all your own stuff. You're shooting all of your own stuff. You're going to post on social media. You're going to, you're just like a reporter on steroids, basically. (laughs) You're just like, yeah, more full package. There are still reporter positions and that would just basically mean that like a a photographer would come along with you and assist you and you pretty much can't just be that anymore unless you're like in a really really high up market so yeah the markets are like ranked they rank the city's biggest to smallest so top market is New York where's LA one of those and then like tiny tiny towns are the bottoms anyways so you'll start out most likely as an MMJ and this is the career path you would take if you wanted to be like an anchor Um, I guess, because you can take it different. You could start as a photographer, 
But traditionally, you start as an MMJ or a reporter or both, and you do that for a while, a long while, and then eventually you'll probably get moved into like a part-time anchor or like you'll fill in and you would most likely do like a morning show so like you're waking up at 2 a.m or you're doing the weekends which is like nobody wants to work on the weekends and then eventually you could move into like a day reporter or just like a full-time morning reporter and then one day you'll probably move into an evening uh, anchor which is like prime time prime time you want to be um, an evening, an evening. Oh my gosh. Even- you want to be an evening anchor. That's like oh. what everybody wants to be. <laughs> and then some people will decide by that point they don't want to be that. So they become a news producer or they become a news director and all mm. kinds of things. But that's kind of like the ladder. Wow. You definitely have to climb it. Yeah. And you have to move around a lot. Mm-hmm. Cause like I said, you start in a small city. So you have the ladder of like the career and then you have the ladder of like the cities too. So you kind of yeah. have to balance that. Yeah. So you sprinkle yourself around. You'll be hopping around, but it's fine. Um, okay, last one. What is the creative aspect to reporting and anchoring? Um, there's definitely a big creative aspect because so many stories. Well, first of all, you have to be able to find unique stories within mm-hmm. the community. I mean, we lived today like it was nothing. You have to go find where there's a problem today, where there's something relevant going on today because yeah. you do day turns or what they're called. You produce a news package, which is a story every single day. Mm-hmm. So what is going on right now? Well, we don't know right now. Yeah. We would yeah. have to go find it. Yeah. So that you have to be creative and you have to be able to do that. The other thing is also sometimes there are stories that are big enough that everyone is doing them how do you make Make yours different different than Ah, everybody else's because you know if there's a shooting for example everyone's going to cover this shooting Mm -hmm. how do we make them watch our station over somebody else's Mm -hmm. how do you get a different source that not everybody is getting how Mm -hmm. do you give a statistic that not everybody's getting think outside of the box on that but then it also is like the way you edit your stuff the way you shoot your stuff the angles you get the all kinds of things the setting the the way the uh, shot is composed there's so many different types of things but yeah there's definitely a big creative aspect you have to think outside of the box wow. and I think news is trying to get away from like being very cookie cutter mm-hmm. and so I've had interviews where they'll, they'll be like okay we're in a situation like this like what would you do or like um, if you were in this scenario what would your live shot be like how would you make it creative wow I and love you just that. have to think it up and off the spot That's it's fun. fun it's really fun but there's definitely a creative element. Okay, let's get in to being a CEO, oh. shop store owner. Bentley Camp, talk about the financial aspect of owning a clothing store. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, oh, there's so many things. Yeah. I haven't, I purposely like didn't think about these questions because I just wanted to like give you my straight answer. But it's just like so much. Even, like, starting out, I did not realize probably 75% of the stuff that I was going to be doing. Really? Yeah. Like, I I thought I was going to be buying clothes and yay. For those of you guys who don't know Bentley, kind of like what we did with the podcast, decided, like, really off a whim, right, that you wanted to start this? yeah. I've always, well, like I said, like, not always, but since high school, when I was kind of deciding, okay, I want to go to college now, all that, I... I was thinking about starting my store. So I I was just on the phone with Sabrina and she was like, why don't you just do it right now? And I was like, okay, like whatever. I already had the name. I just like, wasn't like, yes, this is the one, but Mm -hmm. it was like the one in my brain for like the last three years. So I just like, okay, yeah. 
we're doing it. And then I called my dad, and we won't have to get into the whole story, but that's pretty much how I started out. I didn't realize the financial aspect really at all to begin with. Obviously, I knew I needed some money. So there's a bunch of different ways you can get into things. Um, you can do loans. You can find an investor, which is tough, which I I feel like I'm too young to like deal with that pressure of having mm-hmm. an investor. Um, especially still being in college, like I'm trying to do school at the same time. It's just like way over my head. Um, so it's a lot. You really have to think about um, your price points and who your target market is. Are they going to be able to fo- to afford these things? Like, yeah, it's really um, cheap at market, but you're going to have to mark that up at least 150%, like at least, just so you can make a few on it. So for example, if I buy something at market that is $10, usually it's one of like my cute little tops, like a little crop top. Those can sometimes be about $10. And so if I mark that up 150%, I would have to be selling that for 25. So including shipping. So if I have, usually things will come in a pack of six. Mm -hmm. So I'll have two smalls, two mediums, two larges, it depends. But um, if something comes in a pack of six, then I have to think about the shipping. So the shipping was $5, I have to divide that by six and then add that to the total of that one garment. Bro, I could never <laughs> do this. My brain just went bloop, bloop, the whole time you're saying that. I, I hope you guys kind of understand what I'm saying there. But I feel like if you want to start that career, you would understand it. But me, I don't understand. Pretty much like shipping goes into the getting getting the product to wherever you are goes into the price tag of oh, the item. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I understand. Plus one equals two. Like, great math. <laughs> Which, oh my god, I'm not a math person at all. Like, you bitly are awful at math. Oh my god, you don't have to be good at math to do this. You just gotta kind of understand some things. Like, it's taken me a long time, and I still don't understand a lot. Like, I have to ask so many questions. Like, my dad's probably like, are you okay? <laughs> I have to ask so many questions, but um, I have a bookkeeper, so that's kind of like their yeah. thing. Um, and I like, just take it off. My yeah, hands. that's another tip. So the finance aspect, you can get a bookkeeper, but obviously keep in touch with what's going on. Look at your reports and everything. I get monthly reports, um, and I'll look through it. I'll look through it with my dad sometimes too. So you got to be aware of what's going on, but you can if you want, have people do it for you, and it's not that pricey. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I guess that's kind of like the base of everything. So how to start a boutique with no fashion or business degree or industry experience, but you have a huge passion. Um, okay, that's what I was. Like, I'm getting my degree now. Um, I don't even, I'm not even technically getting a business degree. Um, pro tip, if you're coming to college, and you're interested in what I'm doing. My major is very odd. <laughs> yeah, my graduating class is gonna be like so random, but <laughs> my college is called the Office of the Provost, okay? Like, what? what is that? Wait, I've never even heard of that, no. and I knew, knew you had a weird major. <laughs> I didn't know what that was either, still don't. But okay. it's where the university studies major is held. So my major is 
to put it in like normal terms it's like picking three minors or concentrations is what we call it so i have a general business concentration a media strategies concentration and then it used to be fashion design but that was way too much and i could not imagine can you imagine me being in sewing and doing this Mm -mm, you'd be like making dresses i mean that would be fun like i would love to do it if i had time but oh my god no and it was so hard it was my hardest class it was so hard and time consuming but anyway so i switched that out after um one semester freshman year and then i changed to organizational leadership which was the only other option that was close enough to like a business-minded thing so that's honestly really smart if you even if you don't want to do that necessarily like if you just don't really know what you want to do and mm -hmm. you like these three different things yeah just that is such a smart you major. You can do it even like in a medical aspect. Yeah. You can really mix it around and not a lot of people know about that major. So I always try to spread the word. That's really cool. Because I always like to say like I'm not graduating with one, being really good at one thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be knowledgeable and good at about at a few different things. Which, which is I think really is good. Like more to offer even if I ever do want to apply for a job, I can say, well I learned about this, this, and this. And they're very broad things that can all connect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you are doing it, I would recommend make sure they all connect together. But smart. Back to the question. Um you don't need to have it. All I have had was passion. So I'm right there with you. Um I mean, definitely need to be into the fashion world. I, like, religiously watch the Met, religiously keep up with, like, all my favorite fashion icons. You got to keep up with the times, be interested. I think pop culture is a huge aspect of the fashion industry. Like, you really need to be into that Um, because that's who's coming out with the things that are going to trickle down the ladder down to us common people and what we wear. So, um it's fun to like catch things before they're out Mm -hmm. it's kind of like kanye even though he's a little controversial but i love him um like kanye and kim they were fashion icons and everything that they did has trickled down to what we're wearing like think of the cloud shoes those little slides Mm -hmm. like simple as that they wore that first true true big chunky shoes. i feel like a big thing is you just need to have the the willingness to learn oh totally i We'll never stop saying this. I've never learned as much in my life other than starting this. Like, how many years of school was I in by then? 14 years of school. (laughs) And I have never learned as much as I had in, I guess it's a year and a half now. Like, insane amount. That is so crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, passion drives. So, if you got it, you'll be fine. Okay, so how much do you have to invest in yourself when getting started? I always say that all I do is like stare at my computer all day, which sounds like really sad, (laughs) but it is real. Um, I would say like the most time consuming things that I've done in regards to West Willow are building my website. So time consuming, but it is fun and you can really like make it your own. Some people can afford to have a website designer and like go off if you can, but it's outrageous like to have a website designer. Um, But I would say that um, hand picking all these clothes like that is very time consuming. Um, And then getting the licensing, getting the sales tax license, getting... um, 
approved to even shop on these websites online you have to like even some new ones i'll find like vendors um i'll have to like apply to look at the stuff so then that'll take like a day or two oh. to get approved if i'm not already approved which you'll build up your like um like what, what would i call that you build up your like credibility uh, I guess like networking, like okay. you build up a network of people that you work with. They'll recognize you at market, ask you how you're doing. Like you'll get to know people, but it does take time. Yeah. Um, and then just in general, time wise, like doing this in school is a lot. Um, but I'm lucky that my major for this is not like calling for a lot of attention. Um, I could probably sit down once a week, get my schoolwork done for the week, which is what I try to do most of the time, and then the rest of the time I can focus on West Willow. Um, if that's not what your degree is like, I, I would say like probably if you're a true business major, mm -hmm. you're going to have to study a little more, especially if you're in person. Um, so you'll just have to really b learn how to balance your time, and then adding on this podcast has been another factor. Yeah um so so that's super time consuming as well but um i don't know you'll make time if you love it and mm -hmm. it'll be fine yeah what's your long-term goal okay so it's very outrageous and far-fetched right now but i want to be like equivalent to a princess polly yes. princess polly but maybe even a little cheaper mm -hmm. than that they can get a little pricey on something sometimes i just want to be affordable cute and like that girl energy that girl energy and i want it to grow with me you know like do you always want to stay online yeah okay that's what i thought and like even like aritzia is a good example because i mm. i don't always want to be a buyer i want to be a designer mm. i i really enjoy buying but designing i think like would be really fun i could really like get into like the quality and the feel and the way it looks like i would love to do that so this was kind of like being a buyer is just kind of get my base going and then one day i'll start trickling in some designs i love it i know oh my gosh i could so see you like hands on in a factory like helping people like <laughs> this is how i want it like yeah i so i would love that um so what's worse okay mine i obviously want to be a news anchor but my like top goal which is also very outrageous is I would love to be like a lifestyle show host like or like I would love to be like a host of like The Bachelor you know like a show like that not necessarily The Bachelor but like or like host like a show like Ellen or like an E! News like reporter, an E! News like reporter on the red carpet. yes like something like that like I just love like I love news but I love entertainment and mm -hmm. fun stuff mm -hmm. so I would love to like ho have my own like talk show yeah I would love that. Yeah. But I mean, that's very extreme. More, My more realistic long-term goal is to be a news anchor in I Dallas. Mean, yeah, my... Wait, I'm going to whisper this, but <laughs> there's a plumber at my house right now. And me and Billy are just down in the basement podcasting. And he goes, hello. Hello. <laughs> yes. You, do you want to be that girl too, sir? That boy. So, Bentley, can you introduce this? Because I love this game. Okay. <laughs> this is so funny. I thought of this off the top of my head, but we're going to pick each other's careers if we didn't know what we were already into. Can you go first? Because yeah. you said yours is funny. Mine is funny. So if Aaron wasn't a reporter, it literally says like Aaron's job. Aaron's job would be... Wait, pause. 
Just because I might change my... Are you saying, like, if I just looked at you, I would assume you were? No. Oh. Okay. All right. Like, knowing your personality, but, like, get reporting out of my brain. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Okay, perfect. Okay, so Aaron's job would be, like, not front-facing, like, behind the scenes and runs a very successful viral meme account. A meme account? <laughs> like, not a meme. Like, not a meme. Like, account. I run, like, Barstool? Like, let me find something. I'm going to find you an example. Wait, no, this is so funny. This is not how I thought you were going to take it. Supply chain crisis now threatening chicken tenders. And, like, this oh. account just, like, posts, like, funny stuff. Like, I could see you posting, like, funny memes. Like, this one. Hiker lost 24 hours, ignored calls from rescuers because of unknown number. Like, stupid, like... Like, memes and stuff like, like that? That's... Not like a meme, like a little 13-year-old boy meme. Like, a funny, like... Like, factually funny. Yeah. Okay. Stupid. <laughs> that's really funny. But, like, you, like, not being front-facing. Just, like, like just being like, ha, 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 doing stuff behind the scenes. I would see you as, like, a PR person. Like, oh. you, like a girl boss town vibe, but, like, in real life. Like, <gasps> I could see you doing, like, people's public relations or like being a social media manager just because oh. you have such you're so good at that i'm sorry i gave you a stupid one <laughs> Wait, i mean i could come up with a funny one for you if you want okay <laughs> like let me think one. if you were being if i was being funny <laughs> what i just can't help but think like a teacher just because you're so tiny uh, like you would just be one with the students <laughs> no i would never i hate school. i know you do but you're just i feel like you would just be one with the kids like if i just looked at you you'd be like a cute little teacher Maybe like an art teacher yeah like a kindergarten art teacher I, if i was doing a real one i would probably say i was i was thinking like personal stylist vibe oh okay if you like wanted to like be real okay I like that. I could see you being a personal stylist too. Thanks. I could honestly see see us doing a lot of the same careers except for the careers we're doing. Yeah. Like I don't see true. myself running a business and I don't know if you would like being in front of a camera uh-uh. that much. Uh-uh. Yeah. So that's, that's actually true. funny. Like that everything, I think every other we thing we do. could do, we could do the same. Yeah, I agree. But we just chose the only things that we couldn't. Well, at least we're on each other's competition. <laughs> yeah, facts. Game time, game time, game time. Um, so we're playing Would You Rather... Rather? Oh, I always say that, and you guys always make fun of me. Guys! <laughs> okay, I say rather. Ra- I always say rather, and Liv makes fun you of me for it. I know, rather. and I told my mom, and she goes, I say that too. And then someone questioned her about it, and I was like, well, I obviously got it from you. Yeah, she de- you definitely got it from Fifi. Yeah. Fifi Queen, are you trying to be British? Sure. I've never heard you rather. say I've never noticed, maybe. I always say it, and I'm so self-conscious now. No one has ever called me out before well, here I am. <laughs> On <Okay>. the pod. <laughs> well, anyways, would you rather... Rather. Dirty Jobs Edition. So, I went... Uh, do you remember that show, Dirty yes, Jobs? Yes, I do remember Ra- Dirty Jobs. Rob Lowe. Me and my mom used to watch that all the time. That was a good show. I found a few lists, and I put some things together, and we're gonna this or that it ourselves. So, the first one, would you rather... Be a sewer inspector or a blood worm hunter? You hunt worms? Like, like, the example is like this under a microscope, like looking for, like, you know, when people like get worms? Uh huh. They were looking for that. On the body? In a microscope. In their blood. Like, they took their blood out and put it under a microscope and looked through it. That's what it seemed like. I gotta go with the sewer inspector. Really? Yes, there's a sewer inspector here as we speak. There's literally one in my house right now. 
but genuinely, I think I would rather take that. So next one, crime scene cleaner or animal urine collector? Animal urine cr- collector all the way. Crime scenes get disgusting and That's so true. scary. Yeah. So scary. I can't deal with the scary. No, I would rather just hold a bucket. Go, sir. Pee. Okay, um, next, a septic tank technician or a landfill operator. I'm going landfill. Landfill. Operator, you're probably just in a truck. Yeah. You might come home stinky every day, though. Like, you can smell it in your car when you drive by. When you drive by. But they're all, it is just like grass. Okay, next, a gastroenterologist or a mortician? Big word. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. Is it like gas? Like it's like a butt doctor. A butt doctor. Like where you gotta stick the camera up there and. Okay, but a mortician—that's awful. I would go with the butt doctor. I, know, I think me too. I think me too. <laughs> Next one: specimen collector or roadkill collector. Specimen meaning like just any bodily fluid connected or collector of people. <laughs> <laughs> If you're listening right now, my jaw just dropped to the floor. Like, I I don't know. Gosh. I think, I think roadkill. I think roadkill too. Okay, last but not least, a proctologist or a porta potty cleaner? Proctologist has an. What is that? I forgot. Wait, maybe I missed. (laughs) Let me look it up, guys. Hold on. Oh, colon and rectal issues. Wait, okay. then what's the gastro? Now I'm confused. We're dealing with so much potty talk today. Well, that's what the dirty sewer, jobs are. Sewer, septic, gastro, blah, 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 proctologist, porta potty. What's okay? Well, the gastro is diagnose, treat, and work to prevent gastrointestinal stomach and intestines. So it's more intestines. It's more oh, okay. This, so they're not so, the best doctor. Okay, they're doctor. not the butt. They're the. They're the tummy. This is the butt doctor. This is the butt doctor, and I think I'm picking porta potty cleaner. Yeah, me too, for sure. Like, if I can wear a mask and stuff. Big gloves, big boots. I will say this. Something I think about a lot. <laughs> this genuinely, like, racks my brain, okay? Okay. How do we find somebody to fill every job? How is there people that work at gas stations 24 hours a day? How are there people that work at a landfill? Like, how? Where? I know. It blows my mind. I know. Like, how did they get to that? Like, and I'm probably not so, where they started. No, you know? and I'm thankful that we have people that do all these yeah, jobs. Yeah, I agree. How do we get there? How do we have people that I do everything? Know. It just I'm, happens. It just falls into place. Like, I bet someone going into med school doesn't go in thinking they're going to be a proctologist. That's facts. Yeah, who decides? Who's I'm gonna be a proctologist. Who's pra- pra- <laughs> <laughs> who's passionate about the colon? Anyways, I just think about that a lot. If you know someone that does one of these careers, go thank them. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for. It's like we're talking to God. <laughs> I do feel like I'm talking to God. <laughs> He's up above we're us. in the basement, so. But I just want to thank these plumbers that are at my house for getting the roots out of the pipe in our toilet <laughs> ASMR vibes thank you <laughs> TBT nice. I wish we could sing one of us could sing. if one of us could belt out all these different like transitions it would be awesome it would be like Hannah Montana whoa 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 <laughs> yeah <In> TBT <laughs> ew
Okay, well, for, for real, though, our try is taking the 16 personalities test. Bitling came up with this one. It's a genius. And specifically, she said, go to the career section because it will yes. tell you careers that you are um, really equipped for. Um, but all you have to do is Google 16 personalities. It'll come right up. Or we'll put it on our um, article for this, too. Oh, yeah. We can on our website. That. It'll be on our website. Um, and immediately it just says, take the test. And I thought it'd be fun if we, we both took it, and I thought it'd be fun if we told you what ours are so we can all do it together. Compare and contrast. It also was super fast. I took it, like, right before we recorded, and um, it didn't take me more than, like, five minutes. Yeah. So there's 16 personalities of, like, humans, technically, is what this is saying. So I'm a logistic. <laughs> <laughs> My brain just turned off. How do you say that? Logistic. Logistician. Yeah. Lo- logistician. Sure. Lo- lo- logistician. <laughs> I like all of them sound right until you say the next one, I'm, and I'm like, wait. <laughs> I'm not. I-S-T-J. Um, I am practi- practical and fact-minded individual whose reliability cannot be doubted. Oh, I do see that about you. You're very reliable. Thank you. I am a... E-S-F-J-A. Actually, I don't know. I'm an E-S-F-J. I'm a console. Um, and basically, I'm extroverted, observant. Um, I feel a lot of things. I have a judging personality trait. But yeah, I'm very attentive. <laughs> I'm people-focused. And I enjoy taking part in my social community. And my achievements are guided by values. And I'm willing to offer guidance. I'm basically a therapist, apparently. Yeah, you are. So if there's a section, once you reach the end of your um, little quiz, and you can go to a career section, um, and then it'll just kind of tell you, like, what your personality fits. Mine is kind of odd. Like, mine says lawyer, judge, police officer, and detective are very popular among what I am. Um, It says that as an administrator... A job as an administrator is a natural fit for me. Apparently, I'd make a good accountant. They don't know my math skills, (laughs) so. Okay, the bye for the week. A cute little blazer for all your new biz adventures, because we just handed you the best advice we possibly could come up with. Everything we have in us. I got a lot of use out of my blazers this summer. Mm -hmm. And it's just a good, like, cute little outfit. Like, you don't even have to be interviewing. Okay, deny for the week is not chasing after your passions. Don't just settle for a career because it feels like that's what you're supposed to do. If you're going to be miserable, that sucks. So definitely find, look into your passions this week and see if you could think of a way to chase it. Chase it. Find it sprint after it run put your running shoes on queens all right weekly wish weekly wish mine is to really celebrate all the birthdays this week we do have so many birthdays we have so many like this time of year is just this week wild and like very very close friends oh yeah yeah. i love that that was a really cute weekly wish thanks um so i forgot to think of mine Hmm. What do I want to do this week? What is this week? I need to look at my calendar. Is it this week? I need to look at my calendar. Nothing <laughs> on the calendar. There's nothing in my books. Just live life. Queen. This week, I just want to live. You know what? I know what I want to do. Okay. Listen, ladies. Okay. I have been 
thriving lately, I have to say. I have been so happy. Everything just feels like it's going so well for me, I have to say. And I want to keep it up because I thought this phone was going to be a setback. I was literally crying to my mom this morning like, everything's been going so good and now I lost all my pictures. But now I have them back. Yep. So I'm not letting that. That was like like my... You're on a good roll. You want to keep it up. You know, you never, you know, like, you never know what you have till it's gone. Mm -hmm. I now know that it was what I have because it was almost gone. Mm -hmm. So back it up. Back up your phone. Yeah, that's my weekly wish. I'm going to back up my phone. (laughs) Not really, though, but I'm going to soak in every moment, and I'm going to keep up this uh, good energy because I almost had a moment of bad energy, and it's gone. You're denying it. I'm denying. Yes. Bye. Don't want you. Wow, that was a great one. Thank you. Okay, well, that was kind of a long episode. I hope you guys like it. I've been seeing some comments that everyone's into our long episode. Yeah, you guys like to hear us ramble. Don't worry, we do too. (laughs) We love to ramble. I hope you guys like this episode. DM us what you want to hear next. And if you have any more career questions, Mm -hmm. even though this part of the episode's over, you can always reach out to us. We will respond to you and give you everything we can. For sure. For sure. All right. Illy, back of your phones, ladies. Okay. Bye. Bye.